Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio. This is your host, Phil Evans, for uh, the Friends of the Earth team coming at you live from the studios at 3CR on the unceded land of the Wurundjeri people in the Kulin Nation. Of course, sovereignty never ceded and we pay our respects to Elders past and present um, and acknowledge the important role that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people play in environmental and social justice struggles as well. Of course, this is Friends of the Earth show on 3CR where we dig into the dirt and find out what's going on around at Friends of the Earth and in the wider grassroots activist community as well. And today is no different. Um, We're beginning a bit of a serial of shows uh, looking at an upcoming horrible event. I wish I had good news for you people. But unfortunately, on June 30 this year, the moratorium on onshore conventional gas is going to be lift. So a moratorium, if you're not sure what that means, is a temporary stop put in place by law. Um, and this temporary stop or moratorium was put in place as a part of the fracking ban win in Victoria a couple of years ago. Listeners are probably uh, aware of that momentous moment in Australian environmental history where Victoria became the first jurisdiction in Australia to ban unconventional gas mining like fracking, um, and then put that temporary stop on conventional gas mining. So this just means that uh, we have to face another potential front as we open up for the expansion of the fossil fuel industry. Um, We've just seen the school strikers come out and say they want us to fund their future and not gas. So why is Daniel Andrews doing this? Today, we're going to look at um, the economic argument. So um, it's easy to go in and we could talk about climate change, and we will in a couple of weeks' time talk about the climate impacts of conventional onshore gas mining. But today, we'll look at economics and jobs on the show. That's coming up on Dirt Radio today. Um, But for now, let's uh, go to a bit of music. We can uh, hear about how maybe we don't need coal, we don't need gas, Um, We also don't need nuclear either because we have got the alternative energy for a nuclear, coal and gas-free autonomy. This is Combat Wombat on Dirt Radio. You're with Phil Evans. The word dust Scandalous Front page arrows to phantom us Get the hand to us Only what's cancerous Nothing but the worst would work So I stand up With the flow to expose those with stocking And so mobile X I'm pumping mad toxin Dioxin No time for relaxing While the sun we basking It's free energy blasting Wasted by assassins Mastered and masking the truth Ain't no fluke How it flew the coop We knew Tesla had the recipe But too many brutes Rushing for loot Kept the clues Locked up in the vault Now Haiti's underwater And our soil's full of salt Full of salt on our senses, dispense with the cost of our motor coil, digging from our oil, making my blood boil. A gargoyle, keep 
Keeping my pride furrowed and my nose will burrow. Singing a bit because deliver the change that's thorough. Either be the spanner or be the master bureau. Crap with the crap to alter the math. Tackle the highest caps that are mountain. Stop burning the coal. Trolls with short term goals out of control. Competing for the power to power your light glow. With slight clothes needs to be opened up like a rose. Redesign, no time to sign Kyoto. Pronto, close the silo, open the hydro. Open the field, the window where the wind blows. Combined with sunshine, it's crunch time and lunch time is over. Never say I never told ya. Look over the back before I smash your land rover. Hand over the keys when you stand silver, where you stand soldier. Call me the boulder of vocal breaks. Urban to river, Murray River to coral reef. Give me relief. Burning the tide before my tide turns grave. We got the alternative energy for a nuclear free autonomy. Well, we got the alternative energy for a nuclear free autonomy. Musical metaphor about the things we're for. Any games get that message in your head. Musical metamorphosization, reading the freedom of information about tuning technology. We're losing nuclear fusion Or is it fishing got a beat that vision Beat that vision Global warming I feel it burning So why aren't we learning Have you got the yearning to Work this shit out What it's all about Let it grow Let the oxygen flow Through your lungs Or am I speaking in tongues Hell no City lights and skyscrapers, neon signs, advertising, flights to space stations, as automated and sweat patient, tired of salvation, innovation exceeds the actual needs of the patient. Human brain waits at a crossroads, one thumb out for an upload, strive for light speed, never arrive at what you strove for. Reverse on core of the centuries, leaving the sensitive pensive, the inventions of 2020 inventors. A robot claims more maintenance and gets combo. Well, what was slip, slop, slap is now a total no-go. Desert's full of solar panels, riddling kids are surfing all the channels, suburbs named Madonna after compact this landfill. A terrorist seek to dismantle the rule of the Immense frustration and revelation of some steps of variety of product of society. We are as a species and we just waste the time committing every crime. No mankind, why walk when they ran? Mr. White Collar Man blows the blades on a fan, slicing like a knife through the air at the next arms fair. Well, they got that big guns to blow you away. Trade them all in for a bit of free trade. You
Yep, that was uh, Combat Wombat with Alternative Energy. I was just listening to the lyrics then and they were talking a little bit about uh, disrupting some arms fairs. So big shout out to anyone who's listening on their way up to disrupt land forces up in Minchin or Brisbane, as it's now known. Um, and, uh, you know, like all solidarity from everyone down here in Melbourne, I think there's a bit of an action happening today as well. Um, I saw that on Facebook. So um, shout out to everyone who is out there on the streets disrupting the military industrial machine today. Um, but today we are talking about gas, um, particularly conventional onshore gas mining. Um, and we've got a little bit of a, a report put together to talk about some of the uh, the fallacies or the false dichotomy that uh, expanding the fossil fuel industry means jobs. Uh, we hear it a lot, jobs and growth, jobs and growth, jobs and growth. But really, when it comes down to it, these numbers are being artificially inflated to make it seem like they have good economic sense. But that's not always the case. Here's a report, uh, goes for a couple of minutes, and looks at some of the issues from a local perspective and from also uh, a policy think tank called the Australia Institute. So Gillian Blair, who is a local resident down in uh, the southwest of Victoria and was a part of the uh, the campaign against fracking and conventional gas mining, um, and also Mark Ogue from the Australian Institute featuring this story. My name's Gillian Blair and for 30 years I was living on a dairy farm which we ran on organic lines. In 2011 I found out that there was a possibility there would be gas extraction in the Western District. This led to a huge community campaign which culminated in the historic fracking ban in Victoria, recently placed into the Constitution. A part of that win was also a five-year moratorium on conventional onshore gas mining. Last year, Premier Daniel Andrews decided to lift that moratorium. Julian Blair continues with a story about how she was involved in the campaign. Uh, so I called a meeting and fortunately there were lots of people and lots of communities in the Western District who were very concerned about this. So we had a meeting uh, we had a speaker from Friends of the Earth, uh, Chloe Aldenhoven, and uh, we also had a film, and everybody went away and formed their own groups, and there were lots of communities, and we showed that film to our communities. We also ran a questionnaire, which took about 18 months to do, and about 98% of all of the communities, all the people in the communities, uh, decided they didn't want gas, um, and I even had some feedback from a farmer who, when the gas companies put a pipeline across his farm, they ruined the paddock because they dug up all the topsoil and buried it underneath clay. So that was a no good paddock after that. In 2020, the Australia Institute's Mark Oag joined Friends of the Earth for a forum discussing some of the impacts of gas mining in Victoria. You know, you have all these negative impacts of fracking or, or gas development, you know, like on water and communities and air quality and all that kind of thing and health. But people, the way they're justified is that they have economic benefits or they're, or they're purported to have economic benefits like jobs and 
economic activity and so we challenge the industry's claim on that because almost invariably the companies that are spruiking their projects you know wildly exaggerate the the jobs and other economic claims. So when we saw that the moratorium was, was lifted on the basis of a of a report by the Victorian Gas Program, um, you know, we were really curious. Curious indeed. The report also looked at greenhouse gas emissions, and we'll explore that in a future show. But for now, let's hear about some of the other claims, particularly around the economic activity that onshore gas mining might bring. Here's Mark Oag again. The other big claim that the Premier made in his media release is that, and this is a little excerpt from his media release, um, he said it would create 6,400 jobs. Now, that seemed like a lot of jobs to us, so we thought we'd have a bit of a look at it. And uh, it turns out that when you look at the report, the report says that across Victoria, it'll create somewhere between 57 and 204 jobs. And that would be, just to put that in context, that's about 0.006% of Victoria's workforce. And so what the Premier's done here is he's used job years. So that every every year someone works, they count, is, is a job year. It's a technical term. And so they, they've just counted that as jobs. So it's completely different from the normal understanding of, you know, how many extra people would be work, would have jobs in Victoria as a result of onshore gas in Victoria. But the economic disruption doesn't end there. Gillian Blair continues with her fears around what will happen to her community if the gas industry comes to town. Well, there would be problems with employment because the gas industry tends to temporarily, for a few years, suck up all the people who do electrical repairs and all the things like that, um, and housework and, uh, you know... All the tradies, they become in short supply. And then, of course, they get dumped when the gas industry disappears and they put in all of their stuff. But the other thing that really bothers us is the prospect of having this industry going into all the farms and uh, agricultural areas across the district. You know, this is a real um, pattern all over Australia, you know, similar types of reports, similar types of economic impacts. And the economic impacts are, there are some benefits, but they tend to go to um, a few people, a few kind of business people in in the local towns, you know, besides the big gas companies. And they also, but but it actually knocks around other businesses because when the gas industry comes, it's a kind of a, sets up a bit of a boom-bust economy. Things like rents go up, you know, for shops and houses and everything becomes more expensive, there's more traffic. It's harder to get your vehicles fixed, all of that kind of thing. So there's a lot of um, sort of what we'd call crowding out effects on the local economy. So just because it brings, you know, a certain amount of money to town, you've got to always remember there's a whole lot of negative uh, economic impacts as well. I think there would be a lot of digging up of pasture land um, to put in the main things they say they can put the pipes under the ground but they'll have to uh, dig trenches for that so that wouldn't do the paddocks any good and this is a prime agricultural area Uh, we produce dairy foods and uh, potatoes and vegetables so there's a very very large income for this area from farming and I don't think that the gas industry is sustainable in fact there are um, 
people who are experts on these things, on energy issues, they say the gas industry will be dead in 10 years' time. And so we could ruin our farmland and our water supplies uh, all for no good reason. But beyond the economics, there's a human cost. And in this time of uncertainty, a region so hit hard by COVID and a loss of tourism income, the spectre of the gas industry looms large. Uh, it's, it's really worrying that, that the government still wants to extract even more gas and coal. And the fact that it's going to affect people's health and it's going to affect the environment. Uh, I have grandchildren, you know. I worry about their future. I asked Gillian what she would say if she had the chance to meet Premier Daniel Andrews face-to-face and let him know what she thought about gas. I'd congratulate him on the work he's done so far, but I'd ask him if he can wind back the permission for gas companies to come onto farmland. And I would advise him also that we will fight him on that, one by one, each farmer, because if every farmer says, no, we're locking the gate, then they're going to have an awful lot of court cases to get through. Finishing up that report with some audio from the school strikers out on the streets uh, like last week. Um, tens of thousands of people, in fact, out on the streets with them striking for the climate, particularly talking about gas. And that story there featured Gillian Blair um, from Protect the West down in southwest Victoria, a um, long-term activist um, and farmer who has been working against the gas industry for quite some time now. Um, and also Mark Ogue from the Australian Institute, who published a report late last year uh, featuring some of the uh, the economic fallacies um, that were used to justify um, that decision um, by the Andrews government to lift the moratorium, but also had some really interesting data around greenhouse gas emissions and um, the way that that was counted um, in terms to say that the climate impact was not as bad from the gas industry. So thanks to both Mark and Gillian for being on the show via recording. Well, if you listen to three, say, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to three, say, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to three, say, oh, yes, you know where you are. If you listen to three, say, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to three, say, oh, clap your hands. If you listen to three, say, oh, clap your hands. We'll check out the happy vibe. We're gonna ring up and subscribe. If you listen to three, say, oh, flap your ears. What? Who the hell's that? Flap your ears. What you talking about? I ain't no elephant. Get out of here. This is handmade radio. Flap your ears. Get out. Get the hell out of here now. And you'll get a really good opportunity to subscribe to 3CR because Radiothon is coming. Hooray! Community-powered radio is what it's all about, and we need to uh, raise quite a bit of money to stay on the air. So we'll need your support, um, particularly if you're a listener to Dirt Radio. Please do make sure in the month of June you do ring up, resubscribe, let them know that you love Dirt Radio and want to keep us on the air. Um, We need to raise almost a quarter of a million dollars, and we can do it together as a community because that's what it's all about. So keep an eye out for Radiothon coming up really soon. 
But there are also a lot of other events happening around town at the moment. Um, Coming up on Friday, June 4th, um, it's the delivery day for the People's Climate Strategy. So um, regular listeners will know we've been talking about um, emissions reductions targets for a couple of years now at Friends of the Earth. And recently, the Andrews government um, made their decision, um, handing down some um, binding targets. Um, and what we've got as well is a bit of a strategy put together. We crowdsourced, what do you think are the best ways to achieve these sorts of emissions reductions? And um, we put that together as the People's Climate Strategy. So we want to deliver a copy of that strategy to every MP in Victoria so um, they can get on board and see the wonderful ideas that the community have already to um, work for climate justice action um, and get us moving on a pathway towards beyond zero emissions because we need to go even further than that if we're going to um, save ourselves from climate change but also make sure that we make a fairer and more just world as we do it. So if you're interested in that, jump onto um, the Friends of the Air Facebook page and check out the events tab or go to melbournefo.org.au and you can find links to get involved in the delivery day there. Um, there's also a pretty cool fundraiser happening for a local anarchist publication called Beyond the Dark Horizon. So if you're a fan of zines, then um, you probably already know about um, this uh, really cool publication that is put together. And if you're not familiar with it, check it out at um, beyondthedarkhorizon.org, all is one word. Um, And of course, I'll put these links in the show notes. So don't worry if you don't have a pen handy or a photographic memory. Um, So there's two issues of the, uh, um, the zine put out each year, and it goes out pretty far out around um, the eastern seaboard up and down the coast. Um, so on June 26th from 7pm, they're going to um, be having a bit of films, a bit of music um, happening. Uh, it is at 235A St George's Road in Northcote. Um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty cool event. Um, there is some um, uh, films, uh, Maggots and Men, a queer trans reimagination, reimagination of the anarchist Kronstadt Rebellion. Um, there's a movie called Pride, which um, I love this movie. It's really good. It's um, gays and lesbians supporting minors um, in the Welsh conflict as they were winding down the coal uh, industry out there, a good story of um, intersectional solidarity. Um, there's also some um, dark ambient noise music from um, Shane Haynes, a um, good friend of mine who is also a very cool musician as well. Also, Arafura Rebels are playing as well, and there's all sorts of other stuff as well. So um, get along to that on June 26 and support uh, local radical publications like Beyond the Dark Horizon. Of course, there's lots of other stuff happening on as well. And if you want to find out uh, any sorts of events or things like that, you can go to the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page and click on the events tab. Um, and you can find all sorts of grassroots activities and ways to get involved and get active for a better environmental and social justice world. What fun. Get out there and do it. Um, and looks like we are coming towards the end of the show. It is already 9.53 a.m. <laughs> How time flies when you are having fun. Um, I want to thank again Gillian Blair and Mark Ogue for contributing to that story that we had about onshore gas today. And if you did miss the story, you can always catch up with a podcast at 3cr.org.au forward slash dirt radio. And there's all the shows going way back in time. So you can catch up on everything. 
coming up next on 3CR is uh, Billabong Beats with Gavin. It is always a great show, so make sure you stick around on 3CR. Um, make sure you are looking forward to Radiothon. Get ready to resubscribe. Get ready to open your wallets and donate to keep Radical Radio, community-powered radio, on the air. Um, but for now, this is Phil Evans signing off for the Dirt Radio team. And here is a little bit of Patty Smith. People have the power. Yeah.